Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three P's, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced profit first strategies and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. All right, today we're gonna do a little mindset work and we're gonna start on the topic of abundance. And, um, you know, to be honest, I, I'm not sure where this came from and I clipped it and, and saved it and found it. Um, but I don't have the source, but, but here's where we're going to start about abundance. When we understand that possessions are only representations of energy at work in our lives, we can shift our attention to the right and proper place. We can stop fearing loss of money or success because when we understand how it is created, we can always create more. We can stop fearing loss of possessions when we realize they are not the source of our joy or well-being, but only icing on our cakes. And when we understand the energy of love, we need not hold anyone too close for fear of losing them for we know that love does not diminish when it's given or shared, but expands beyond boundaries of time or space. We can choose instead to direct our thoughts and our creative power towards things of true value, love, abundance, peace, passion, and joy. These are energies that will always be available to us when we place ourselves confidently in the universal flow of abundance. And, um, you know, it just hit me where that came from. That came from the Daily Ohm, O-M newsletter. And uh, I don't know what, what date that edition was and such, but um, now, now I remember where this came from. And I want you to realize that you can have an abundance mindset or you can have a fearful mindset. And I don't want to talk too much about fear, but understand if you just give in to thinking that there is abundance and that you can create things. I was talking actually to Mike last week. We had breakfast um, at our mastery meetup and um, talking about a situation. And, you know, I was just like, I don't feel like I have any competition in my businesses because what we do and how we do it and versus other people out there 
there are so many people who need what we do that there's not enough of us to serve all the people who need and want what we do. And so I really challenge you when you look at your business and when you look at your opportunity, yes, you have competition, but you can beat the competition. There is abundance out there. If you're a pizza shop and there's another pizza shop in the center next to your center, there are ways to sell more pizza. It is not that, you know, you're only going to be able to sell a maximum of 100 pizzas per day in that neighborhood. You can find opportunities to sell 200 pizzas a day in that neighborhood, even with competition next to you. Because if you have the thoughts about abundance and passion and joy and you love what you're doing, then it becomes contagious. And, you know, people are going to want to buy pizza from you because of the joy that you're giving them, because there's energy in what you're doing. And I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm too frou-frou, but like, this is all true. I, try it. Try this and prove it to yourself. You know, I used to live with uh, a limiting sort of mindset about, okay, I want to make this much money, but no one's going to pay me that much. And, you know, I started to like to doubt myself and to just, you know, kind of close to giving up like, well, I guess this is just never going to happen. But I didn't give up and I really thought hard about it. And, you know, what I realized was, okay, no, I can't be, you know, working 100 hours a week to make this happen. How can I do it still within 35, 40 hours a week? And, you know, what that made me realize was that the abundance doesn't have to come just from me, but the energy needs to come from me. And what I do and what I've done is I've created multiple businesses and these multiple businesses provide, you know, eggs in multiple baskets. And I don't have my eggs in one basket because when you have your eggs in one basket, you can only produce so many eggs into that basket. But when you have multiple baskets, those baskets are, you know, able to carry multiple eggs. And so that is how you get at abundance. When you see things from a perspective that, you know, there, there is great opportunity. There is opportunity to serve others and to share your passion and to share your joy and to share your love, your love for what you do and how you do it and why you do it. And that's what people will be attracted to. And that is what will really help you grow and just get into this abundant mindset. And when you're in this abundant mindset, it's amazing what happens. And so the other thing that leads us into is intention. So, you know, with abundance, there needs to be very specific intention about results and about what you want and being specific. So, you know, when, when I think back to where I was sort of struggling and this was about the time that we moved from Tennessee back to my native California and things are more expensive in California. And that sort of precipitated this, okay, need to make more money kind of thing, need more abundance. But I got very specific about 
you know, number one, what my owners pay, what our owners pay, my husband and I needed to be in order to have the lifestyle that we wanted. And this is why, you know, with reverse engineering exercise with Profit First, I start with, you know, the owner's pay because so many of entrepreneurs and small business owners are tragically not paying themselves. And, you know, I was working with someone last week, in fact, and she was paying her administrative person, administrative assistant was getting paid $50,000 a year. I rounded it up slightly to make it even numbers, was getting paid $50,000 a year. And this owner of the business was paying herself $13,000 a year. And she had other employees, um, you know, software engineers, et cetera, and they were making great salaries, but she wasn't paying herself. And she was frustrated with that administrative assistant because it's like, oh my gosh, I'm paying her all this money and I'm doing all the work and, and, and that's ridiculous. So um, I think I got off on a tangent there, but it's important that you set the intention of what you need to make in terms of owner's pay. And so, you know, I wrote down what we needed to make and it was, you know, several hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then it became, okay, well, how much can I make out of this business in terms of owner's pay? So across all of our businesses, we draw salaries of owner's pay in the businesses. And so, you know, I figured out what it would take and how much we needed to make in owner's pay across all of the businesses to make them sustainable. And, you know, again, the fact of, of eggs in, in multiple baskets too gives you, you know, some, some comfort and some stability because if it's, you know, across different industries, et cetera, then that positions you for times when, you know, a recession hits, COVID hits, et cetera. You know, the supply and demand fluctuates um, at, at given times for, for different reasons across industries. So having your eggs in multiple baskets and spreading that sort of, um, I don't want to say risk, but spreading where, where you are active will help you win the game. I like to think of it as like, you know, when you play roulette, if you put your money on black and you put your money on red, you're guaranteed to win, right? So that is kind of the concept here. But get really intentional about your owner's pay and, you know, how much how much you need to make out of the businesses. Then, you know, obviously we're reverse engineering each of those businesses to figure out what, um, what it will take in terms of sales, what you need to charge um, in terms of the sales to uh, to hit your revenue goal, to realize that owner's pay based off of the profit first target allocation percentages. And then you go at it and then you go do it. Um, and, and you figure out, okay, like you get down to, all right, how many sales do I need to be making per day if you're a retail shop um, for how many days that you're open during the year? And you got to focus on hitting those numbers every day, day in, day out, and you know, keeping up with the, the year-to-date totals of where you should be. If you're a service-based business and you know, you're selling based off of contracts, et cetera, you know, how many deals do you need to close in a week or in a month and really focus on that? So I think the other game changer for us was that we prioritize our work based off of the value it brings to our business. 
So there's the four money bag projects and a four money bag task or project is generating like cash in the business. So, um, you know, doing a proposal, um, sending out an invoice, those are ways to generate cash in the business. Now, doing the work around the accepted proposal, et cetera, depending upon the size, is a two or three money bag project. Following up with people is, is a two money bag project. And I prioritize that work and I prioritize getting eight money bags a day. So if I do one thing that's worth four money bags, then I could do two things that are worth two money bags and I hit my eight money bag total for the day. And that's where I prioritize my work and then everything else comes in. We tend to, you know, this is this is kind of the concept of getting distracted by administrative work, et cetera. And I think there's like a, a matrix about this uh, too of like, important, urgent, hot, not so hot, whatever. But if you focus on the money bag tactic and that money bag tactic also too has the dollar signs associated with that. So, um, you know, if I am working on a proposal that um, is for, you know, $20,000, that's a four money bag project. So that's, you know, proposal for X client but then also there, I tag how much money it is. So I really am focused on the dollars and cents and the value of what I'm doing and how I'm spending my time. And as we've grown, as we've scaled, as we've gotten busy, busier, and as I've added other businesses, you know, when I get pulled away from this intentional focus, um, that's when I'm like, okay, I, 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 we need some more help. Like I shouldn't have to be pulled into this and it's going to happen, but you just have to be cognizant. And you, you know, sometimes you're going to have to step up and sometimes, you know, you're not going to hit the money bags because someone's out with COVID or whatever, but it's important that you have that intention and just work towards that intention. So that is um, the abundance and intention coming together. And, you know, when you're in this zone, I think you got into this business because you have a passion to serve and, and to love on your customers and to share, you know, your take and your way of doing things better than the next guy and such. So what's really cool about this is, you know, now you're in your passion zone too. So, so you should be doing what you love. And I'm not saying that you're being greedy by focusing on the money bags tactic, but this is what you're really good at too. And so this is what you should be also doing because not because it just gives you those money bag credits, but it's what makes you special. It what makes you good. It's, it's what like has defined your company. So, so you got to get that other stuff out of the way so that you're just really in your zone of genius and, and working on, on that passion play. Um, Mike and I were also talking um, with uh, some Mastery Profit First professionals recently. And, you know, what entrepreneurs often get into is what Mike calls the double helix. And the double helix is, I want you to imagine um, a mound, a mound. So, you know, it goes up, it peaks, and then it comes down. 
And now I want you to imagine another mound outline, but it's flipped upside down. So that's how you create the double helix. And what's interesting about that is, you know, the mound that goes up is you selling on your business. But what's interesting about when you're selling on your business is you're creating more business and that um, means that more work has to get done. And so what, what entrepreneurs fall into is what Mike calls the double helix trap. It's like you sell, 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 sell. And now I've got so much work to do. I got to go do the work and go into the business instead of working on the business. And then what happens is your, your pipeline, the selling magic that's happening isn't happening when you get sucked back to working in the business because you sold so well. So it's really, again, important that you have intention about what you should be working on and that should be what you're really good at and in your zone of genius and where your passion lies and make sure you're getting that other stuff off the table and off your plate. So, you know, a trick for me again is focusing on that money bag strategy and I will um, share in the episode resource the template that I use to plan out my day and how I prioritize and track those money bag activities. Um, I think another interesting thing, at least for me, when it comes to um, calendars and plans and this, that, the other, I like to work on a single sheet of paper because, you know, it's easy for me to grab, like I'm on the go and, you know, I, I start with a new sheet every day. And I think what's interesting is for me, you know, I've tried lots of different planners and I've tried lots of different calendars and like, I don't want to carry the past with me. And so, you know, I even try, I even, I've even had calendars where, you know, I rip out the pages as, as the, as the year is moving on. So I don't, so I'm not carrying that past, but, but I also have lost <laughs> those, those prized possessions of, 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 of my calendar, my plan. So now if I lose something, I just lose a day and it's fine because I can start, I can start the next day with a fresh sheet of paper. So that is, that's sort of my take, my strategy on creating abundance. And it just comes with having an t- uh, intention and then, uh, you know, I am just working in my zone of, of passion and what I love, love, love to do. Uh, so, and, and one of those things I love to do is, is host this podcast and curate this community and bring you in-depth topics and, and, and hopefully get you thinking in different directions, maybe challenging you a bit as well. So, If you would like to work with a certified profit first professional bookkeeper, accountant, or coach and really have, you know, that one-on-one dedicated advisor to you and your business who really understands the ins and outs of profit first and how to maximize your profitability and all these other wonderful things, then go to ProfitFirstNation.com and click on contact. And if you would like the one pager that I use um, to do my daily plan, then you can go to ProfitFirstNation.com and click on resources. We will also have a visual recap summarizing this episode like we do with all of our episodes. And you can also opt in to have those 
emailed and or texted to you on a weekly basis. So you always get a bit of a preview of what we're going to be talking about on the podcast. And cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friends. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.